Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sisters of China's podcast, Threaded Connections. Um, again, this podcast will be about getting to know other adoptees as people. And um, most of the time, we adoptees are known by one facet of our identity, but we want to show how we are um, complete intersectional human beings and we have lives, I guess, outside of just being an adoptee. Um, so today we have a guest, Olivia. Um, but first we can kind of introduce ourselves to each other. Um, so I guess, Olivia, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself first? Yeah, um, so I'm Olivia Hunt. My pronouns are she and her. Um, I'm 21. I was found in Jingji, China. Um, I live in Kansas City, Missouri now. And my red flag as a student would be procrastinating, but I still get it done. I can go next. Um, yeah, um, my name is Mia. Um, my pronouns are she, her. Um, I'm from Seattle, Washington. And um, I, well, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm living in Seattle, Washington, but I'm originally from Jiangxi province. Um, and my red flag as a student is uh, skipping lecture. <laughs> I have, I, I was really good about like attending every lecture, like, in the first quarter, but recently uh, I've been kind of guilty of that. And then I go back and watch them at like two times speed, which might not actually be super helpful for my learning, but um, I guess I get the content in, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I can go next. So my name is Lily. I use she, her pronouns. I am 21, so I'm not the oldest here, which makes me feel better about myself. Um, I am from Guangdong province in specifically Wuchang area. And then where do I live? Currently, I'm in Beloit at my school, but I live just outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And my red flag at a student is taking classes that I have no interest in and yet going through with it and still not dropping it. Yes. <laughs> Kind of same. Um, my name is Marcy, she, her. I am 20. <laughs> my birthday was just a few days ago, so I'm still adjusting to that. Um, I am from Jiangxi province, uh, Jingdezhen city. Um, I am I'm from Michigan, but uh, right now I'm in Massachusetts for college. Uh, I go to Mount Holyoke, if anyone knows what where that is. And um, my red flag as a student, um, I think it really depends. I procrastinate a lot. Um, and then I think this semester specifically, I um, shot for the moon and did not get there because I'm taking a 300 level class that I don't think I'm ready for, but I didn't drop it in time. So now I'm just kind of stuck and I'm just kind of trying to stay above water right now. So that is my red flag as a student. Um, I'll finish this off. My name is Faye. Um, I go by she, she her pronouns. Um, and I was adopted from Guangzhou province. I live in Seattle, Washington now, and I'm 16 years old. And then my red flag as a student is that I really hate hands-on activities. Like all I want to do is go in and take notes and look at a PowerPoint. I don't like labs or doing anything like that or Socratic seminars. So um, yeah. <laughs> Would a Socratic seminar be considered hands-on? 
I mean, it's talking and that's kind of a lot of work in class. Like I just want to sit down, type and then leave. Like I'm not there for anything else. You like lectures versus a seminar? Okay, gotcha. No, I, I relate to that because especially when participation is required, it, everything feels a little forced. Like sometimes people just repeat the same things that other people have brought up earlier, but just phrase it differently. And then it's like, you're sitting there and you're kind of just cycling through the same, the same points. Um, yeah. Literally, like when that required participation, you just got to raise your hand and you're like, I agree with that point. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I just wondering. So I guess kind of going into the questions, um, just to get to know you a little more, Olivia, um, would you be able to tell us about yourself, like some of your hobbies or interests? Yeah. So, um, like I said, I'm 21. I go to go to Northwest Missouri State University. Um, I'm majoring in elementary education. So I am in my senior year of college. Um, I am more in like the elementary part, like the lower grades. So first, second, third, third is the highest I want to go. But I wouldn't mind fourth or fifth. I just fourth graders and fifth graders have mouths on them and I'm not very good at comebacks, so like, it just would not fit for me. Um, I played basketball in high school for three years. I ran track. Um, I'm still a big sports person. Uh, the Chiefs are my favorite football team. Uh, Royals, favorite baseball team. Just really big sports. Um, my favorite animal is a penguin. Love those. Um, when I was in college last year in the dorms, I had a penguin pillow sheets, and so people made fun of me for them but oh well I still love them um I have a younger sister Wait, she's literally I have penguin sheets on my bed right now no way oh my anyway. god <laughs> like they're winter um flannel sheets and they have like penguins like skiing on them I just <laughs> found that so crazy okay sorry I love it um no you're good I have a younger sister. She's also adopted from China. Uh, we're not biological, but oh well. Uh, so I went back in 2008. Uh, so that was really fun. I would love to go back now. Uh, I had my birthday in China when I went to go adopt her. So that was really cool. I still stay in touch with a few of my, um, for few of the girls I got adopted with. So we just kind of connect a little bit, talk, not as much as I would like, but it's still there. Um, yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. That's, that's cool to hear that you're into like elementary education. I was uh, kind of doing like some teaching assistant like thing um, one summer and was working with like kindergartner slash first grade, <laughs> first graders. And I definitely, definitely agree that like fourth and fifth graders are um, kind of a different different type yeah you can play sassy sassy. yeah it kind of I mean I looking back to myself in like fourth and fifth grade I don't think I like I don't think I was like super troublesome but I don't think I was as innocent as like a first or second or kindergartner yeah sometimes I'm like man I don't I never understood why teachers are so like frustrated when you told them to stop talking but now I'm one and I'm like oh my goodness I am like so frustrated telling them to stop because they just don't stop I I also kind of did like a teacher assistant thing when I was in high school for 
uh, we did like a drama enrichment program for first through third graders and then fourth and fifth graders. And then I completely agree with you that first through third graders are like responsible enough to like know when to be quiet and stuff. They, they'll like actually listen to you. Um, but they're like, they under, but they're still young enough so that you can still like the sounds of it. You can still manipulate them, <laughs> like yeah, I get. You. you can still like trick them into doing what you want and like learning and stuff. But like fourth and fifth graders know <laughs> when you're trying to trick them, so it's not as easy. <laughs> yeah, and the fourth and fifth graders, fifth graders are they're just like done being in school. They're like, I'm ready for middle school, like. I'm too old for elementary school. Like, I don't want to be here. And I'm like, oh, okay. They say that. And then it's like, yeah, I'm in middle school. Then hit high school hits you like a, like, like just high school hits you. And you're like, dang. And you're like, yeah, yeah I'm not that special anymore. It was just my big egoed attitude that really got me through everything. Yeah. Then, and then yeah. I was back in elementary school now. <laughs> um, so I guess you kind of mentioned um, playing basketball and track. Can you tell us more about like some things you did or any like competitions you participated in or? Um... Yeah. Um, so my sophomore year of high school, I went to Florida with my basketball team. We played in a tournament down there. Um, so it was my first time being in Florida and like going down and we drove down. We did not fly down there. Um, so it was, it was, we were on a bus. Um, I remember it was like the girls varsity team and the girls JV team and then the boys varsity team. So you can imagine we're all on this big bus and, you know, there's sweaty boys and sweaty girls and it was just not a com good combination. And the bus drive was supposed to take like 22 hours or something like that, but it ended up taking like way longer and we got stuck in traffic one time, like one night or something and it just took forever and ever and ever but we finally got down there we played we got third I think I think can't remember but we played we had fun we went to all the parks um but yeah it was just that was probably the most memorable time um being on the team and playing basketball but for track um I ran hurdles so I did the 100 and 300 hurdles I remember one specific practice, um, my coach was like trying to show us some workout and he started doing the workout and he actually broke his knee doing the workout. So we don't like my team and I were like, what are you doing? Cause like he was running with my other teammate and they're both running towards a hurdle. And we're like, Oh my gosh, is he going to jump? He better not jump because if he does, he's going to break his knee. And he jumped and we're like, dude, like what? So after he broke his knee, he literally sat in his truck the rest of the like season and he had binoculars and he watched us practice with binoculars. <laughs> so I was like, oh gosh. But yeah, that is probably the most memorable time when I was on the track team. Which uh which sport did you like better? Like if you could play it again in college, which one would you do? Like minus all like the college like pressure and stuff, but like if you were to continue. Um, definitely basketball. I think my heart's more in basketball than track. Track was just kind of something that kept me in shape while basketball wasn't going on. Um, but I'm a very social person. So I love like being like a team or just any sort of social activity. I'm usually there. 
Okay, another question, sorry. Um, sorry if this is a bit personal, but how tall are you? Because I feel like whenever I think of basketball, it's always like 5'10 and above. Oh, and I'm just yeah. like... You know, I wish I was that. I'm actually 5'4". Oh, nice. Uh, so <laughs> I was like 4'7 for three years until like I got into high school. And then I had like this growth spurt and like these, the girls that were like, you know, taller than me and I was looking up at them. Now I'm just like kind of at eye level and like, I don't feel as short anymore. So it was nice to have that growth spurt. <laughs> hey, it always comes in the smaller ones, you know, like you have more explosion to you, you know, you can trick yeah. people up. So. How tall are you, Lily? Me? Yeah. I am five, eight. Wow. Oh, that- Zoe is a little bit shorter than I am. Zoe's like five seven. Okay. I was just I'll curious because you said you play basketball. Oh, that's why. <laughs> but yeah, those are the best times that I remember. <laughs> yeah, I was actually I was actually gonna ask the similar like the same question that uh, Lily was gonna ask just because like I know being Asian like most Asians are more petite and kind of like I guess your experience or like um your height if that ever was kind of like um a thing in basketball like if it made much of a difference um and then like I guess um I guess you're you're you said you're from Missouri right Mm -hmm. Um, did you grow and grow up in like a more predominantly white area or um, I did. I okay. did more of a white area. Um, there wasn't much diversity in my school, uh, my elementary school and or my high school. There's a little bit more in my high school, um, but not much. So, I mean, it was, I remember in elementary school, like, I was the only, in my class, like, I was the only Asian kid. And then there was another kid in a different class, and she was also Asian. Well, I remember, like, I love my elementary school teachers. Don't get me wrong. They were the best. But I remember they would always get us, like, mixed up, or they would call us the wrong name. And I'm like, well, you know, like, you wouldn't call anybody else the wrong name. But, you know, that type of thing. But it's just, that's one of the reasons, like, why I want to be in the teaching profession is because you don't see very many um Asian or like any other colored um, teachers in elementary or even high school. So I think it's important for kids to see that. I had the same issue growing up. There was like one other like Chinese girl in my grade and they would always like mix us up, even though we didn't look anything alike. I would be like so upset. I'm like, do I look like her? Like, no. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Is okay. Are you like from the middle of the state or like on the side borders? Um, do you guys know where Kansas City is? Yeah. That's that's where I'm from, Kansas City. So that's kind of like on the side. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I have to be honest, like my geography is so bad. So I think I have to, I have to like look this up. 
That's yeah, okay. I, my friend thought Tokyo was in Japan. No, my friend thought Hong Kong was in Japan once. So you can't clear. You can't get as bad as that. I You're think good. I'm. Right. I'm pretty sure. If I'm wrong, that's so bad because I should know. I used to think Boston was in England. <laughs> I used to think well, like really New bad. England. <laughs> Yeah, I used to think that cause, like on maps, you when you look at a map when you're like a young child, um, they always show like like in the bottom left corner they'll have like Hawaii and Alaska, yeah. and I genuinely thought that's where Alaska was until like <laughs> fifth grade. Um, I remember looking at a map and being like, "Oh, that looks a lot like Alaska." And I was like, "Oh my god, wait, it is Alaska?" And then I it was like, "Oh, Alaska's hot," or sorry, Alaska's cold. Hawaii's hot. Like, there's no way they can be next to each other. But it was just such an awkward experience. I think it's interesting that it's called Kansas City. <laughs> it's been yeah. yeah, like shouldn't it be in Kansas? <laughs> I don't there know. is there is a Kansas City, Kansas. Okay, okay. but oh. <laughs> what's what? <laughs> I'm in the better part of Kansas City because I'm on the Missouri side and we had the Chiefs and the Royals. So, like, that's how I see it. I know you said you're pretty into sports. Um, and like, besides playing sports, which ones do you like watching the most? Um, I would say swim. So my sister does swim. She's on the high school swim team. I actually went to the Olympic trials for swim. Um, so that was really cool. I never thought I would go to one of those and then I did and I was like oh my gosh like this is incredible um swim yeah pretty is pretty big one on my list football is a big one um Ooh, who are you it, rooting for in the Super Bowl well since it's not the Chiefs I would have to say Rams sorry I just had to throw that in there how about you guys though I don't know anything about the Super Bowl <laughs> well that's okay um, I guess, okay, I the guess the Bengals, but that's it. <laughs> Rooting for the halftime show. Yeah, I know. I don't know many of those artists either. I know, like, the Super Bowl ads are, like, really popular. Everyone likes to talk about those. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the, I'm assuming I used to be a diver, so. I oh, used, cool. And at my high school, the swim and dive team were, like, the same, so. Yeah, that's how it um over here. Uh, but yeah, my cousin is a dive coach for my high school, and then we have a rival high school, and he's also the dive coach for them. So <laughs> he like he he coaches both just because they don't have a dive coach. Um, and our dive team is so small here that uh, there's no like there's no need for two. But yeah, swim and then basketball since I played it and. Um, I just enjoy it. And then basketball, baseball, I like to watch it, but I don't watch it as much. I think it's it's going to sound bad, but I think it's boring on TV, so I'd rather be in person watching it. Um, but those are really all the sports that I watch, besides, like, the ones in the Olympics, so, like, figure skating. Um, have you been watching the Olympics? I have. I've been watching a little bit. Um, actually. So yeah, I was just at home and uh, I was watching curling. It's not, it's, <laughs> I think it's cool in a way, but like, oh, well. It's I don't understand curling. Like, I do understand curling, but like, how did it become a sport? It's like my question. I, just how it became a sport. Um, I was watching ski jumping. I think that's what it's called the other day. Where like, 
they like just sit at the top of this giant slope and they just go down and then like they go up like 80 meters in the air mm-hmm. or something like I don't even know but it's it just it's just so bizarre I'm surprised that not more people who would do like snowboarding and skiing have knee problems unless they do but it's like man one one wrong landing and you're like probably like their knees deteriorate deteriorate faster than the average person but yeah well I think that's why like the Olympians aren't as like old in the in the winter than the summer just because it is so hard on their body um I mean they had the yesterday I think they had like the oldest Olympian either from the U.S. or in the Olympics this year he's like 40 and like that's not that old so I don't know I think it's just really hard on their bodies imagine like there's the Olympics and then you're just randomly selected so you have a bunch of random people just trying out these sports I'd watch that honestly (laughs) I really would me too. That'd be interesting. So I feel like we forget how actually impressive it is that people do these things. Like I looked at them like, oh, I could do that. I could, I could not do that. Um, I think it'd be an interesting comparison. Yeah. I have a friend um, and she, her sister is in pre-Olympic training for gymnastics. And I'm just like, oh goodness. I couldn't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine that, but she works really hard at it. So I'm excited to see where she goes. So I guess, I guess you kind of talked about um, going, you visited China and did you say 2008? Uh-huh. Um, and you said you would think about like going back. Do you have any like ideas of what you would want to do maybe the same or differently if you uh, went back in the future? Um. So I was only eight when I went back. So I don't like, I remember a lot, but I would probably go back and I would go visit the orphanage that I would, that I was in. Um, I would go see if I could find like where I was. So I was put in front of a doorway. So I would go find like, it might sound weird, but like go find where I was dropped off at. Um, so just kind of go back and really explore where I came from. I was 10 months old when I was adopted. So I have no memories whatsoever about any of that. Um, but I only hear the stories that my parents tell me now. Um, so I would definitely go back and see where I came from. But other than that, I would really just go explore um, China and see what it's like now. Because I, I mean, it's probably changed since 2008. I can imagine it not changing. Um, but I would like go to like Beijing and like all the main cities there, provinces and stuff and see what those are like. Um, just something that kind of connects me more to where I came from and where I was born. I'd say if you want to go back and see like the path that you kind of took in a way, like there are things for that. Like you can, I forgot what program I went through, but I did like a heritage tour, but it was really eye-opening. And if you're interested, I would definitely recommend it. Maybe after COVID is done, but yeah, um, yeah like if I would definitely say, at least for me personally, it was really eye-opening. And that is actually what prompted me to pursue a a minor in Chinese language as well as study abroad so like it can open so many things for you not just like just like how you view stuff and just like personally like but that's all like up to you like but if you're open for it I highly recommend it no yeah I'm definitely open for it um I have thought a lot and ever since like I knew I was adopted so my parents never like not wanted to talk about it they're like always open and if I had any questions I could go to them um, but my mom has like always known that I wanted to go back and 
I eventually want to try to find my birth parents. Um, I know that's a long shot, but that is just something that I would love to do. Whether or not I find them, it's just kind of not, I don't know really to say like a comfort, but it's, if I can't find them, I can't find them, but if I do, it's just, I think that would be exciting in a way. Sorry, my box highlighted, and I don't know if you guys can hear the toilet flushing above me or like me rolling my muscles right now, but I apologize if you can. I just have my box light up and I'm like, shit. Okay. I'm so, right outside the bathrooms um, <laughs> in my dorm. Like, I open my door, my door and I can like walk straight into the bathroom. Ooh, that must be really bad when someone has an explosion. It is. Like, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not mean to go there. No, I know but... this sounds gross, but. I can hear whenever someone goes to the bathroom. Every single oh, time. See, that's why you want to put toilet paper down in the bowl first, and then... <laughs> yeah. There's an advantage to it. If anyone else has this situation, um, it's really great when um, you want to shower. So uh, there's only one shower on my floor, um, <laughs> which is not great, but since I'm right across, I can always hear when someone goes in, comes out. So I know when I can shower. <laughs> yeah. Look forward to college, Faye. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Or. <laughs> Sorry, I totally, that was completely random. Oh. Oh, Olivia, where, like, where do you go to college again? At, at... Um, it's called Northwest Missouri State University. Okay. I don't know told us that before. Okay. Um, do they have a good like education program? Yeah, they do. Um, so that's one of the schools that like was on my top list was Northwest just because they do have a really good education program and they have very high rates of getting a job um, right after you graduate. So um, that's where a lot of like my former teachers have went and they recommend it. So I just like, why not? And then I went there and I love it. So I wouldn't change. That's great. I mean, are you hoping to teach like in Missouri or we're around? So I teach in my hometown. Um, I'm actually student teaching in my hometown, um, but not the same school I went to, but in my hometown. So it's really cool to be able to say like, oh yeah, I was, I've been student teaching and where I came from, like my hometown, where I grew up from. Um, and I have a lot of connections where I'm at. So it, that also helps me getting a job in the, this area. Awesome. Do you think you look like, what are you looking most forward to, I guess, for teaching? And then what are you maybe most scared about? Um, so right now, when I'm student teaching, I'm taking over more and more every week. So like I'm taking over more lessons, I'm taking over more um, content areas. The thing that I'm like most excited for is, I mean, the kids, like I love the kids. I can change how the kids, I can like make their day love. And I can, if they're having a rough home life, well, I can be their safe space for them to come to. Um, so it's really just for the kids. And if I wasn't in it for the kids, I would be in the wrong career um it just they just look I just look forward to seeing them every day like if I am having a bad morning like and I see their and I see the kids it just the bad morning has gone away like they're there I 
and want to be there with them. Like all the all the bad juju just goes away when they're here. Um, but so the thing I'm scared for is probably the parents, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I I can talk to kids and maybe I say something stupid, but they don't know it. But if I talk to parents and I say something dumb, they're gonna pick that right up. So I don't just the kid, about- the kids' parents. I don't think it's about you saying something stupid. I think parents can just be really crazy, especially when it comes to their kids. Yeah, and I don't want to be yelled. <laughs> I think if they're, if they're yelling at you, that's their problem because they don't know how to handle their own emotions. Okay, like there's nothing wrong with you. You're the one like teaching their kids. Like they should be thankful for you. They shouldn't be going off at you. You can just be like, you know, and how about you go home and just step on a Lego for me, huh? So if they have an attitude, that's their problem. Yeah, I feel uh, like obviously there's a bunch of different types of parenting, but like there's always those one that those those few kids that have the really just like hands-on parents that will just be getting into mom. business that isn't really I that they don't need to be involved in. And it's they're just always like, oh, that's so embarrassing. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, I my past teachers and stuff, they have changed. Um some of those kids' lives and have really made school a fun and safe place for them. And so that's what I want to do for my kids. Oh, that sounds so amazing. And I feel like you <laughs> just from like our, I guess our half an hour conversation, I feel like you'd make a great teacher and really easy to talk to. <laughs> um, but I think we probably um, will be wrapping up there. Um, it was great getting to know you, Olivia, um, and thank you everyone for, I guess, listening and um, also sharing. And I think that's it 